Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Podcasting with Will show. This is Will. This is going to be like a short 15-minute or so podcast on Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. Let's see. I'm also trying to do like, I guess you can like go on this thing called, app called Riverdale and do video podcasts. Trying to figure out how to work that and if I can integrate, how I'll integrate that on here. But, anyhow, I'm on my lunch break right now. And let's talk about, okay, we talked about yesterday about sports and some politics and mental health awareness. Because June is the month uh, for mental health awareness. And that's a big deal. A lot of people suffer from that. And again, I'll say it's okay to not be okay. You know, it's okay to ask for help, and I understand, you know, not, understand the pride, you know, like, you know, it's hard to ask for help, especially in stuff like that. I get it. Whether it's just mental health issues, PTSD, you know, I mean, it means you suffer some traumas or you have, you know, issues, you know, that other people don't. The world won't be a better place without you, so please always seek help. You know, you know, even if you don't believe in, like, you know, our Lord, Savior, Jesus, or anyone like that, or you don't have, a, you're not religious or anything, anything like that. Go to a church and talk to people. I mean, I get, you know, the whole. I've never really gotten the people get offended if someone says they're going to pray for you about things or for things. So that means they're praying good things for you. When they're, I mean, if they're like they're hoping that whatever's going on in your life gets better, like, or like they don't want you to go to a bad place. You know, there's heaven and hell. This isn't meant to be a religious. I'm just saying. I've never really got that, like, you know, if someone's like, oh, I'll pray for you. Like, you know, if, like, when I was in overseas or deployed, if someone's like, oh, I'll pray that, pray, pray that Allah blesses you, I wasn't ever like, no, that's a f- offended by that, you know, that, because, you know, I'm from the, you know, Judeo-Christian, you know, side of the world where we practice, you know, where that's my religion is Christianity. I'm not like, oh, my God, no, don't do that. Or whatever, Buddha or whatever, you know you know, for good vibes or whatever type deal. I never really understood people being offended by that. And, you know, I get like, I get like if you're not, that's you're not ready for that or that's not what you want to do. You're, you know, maybe going to a church and having them pray and talk to you. You don't want them to try to convert you. But, you know, some of them will be understanding, you know, some are more pushy in a, sense, a way, but you can, some places will be understanding. They'd be like, okay, you just need to talk. You're not ready to make that commitment yet. We'll pray with you and we'll try to talk you through so I'm just saying, you know, get help or seek help. I'm not telling you get help. I mean, I'm saying seek help, you know, because it's there for you. Is I, like I say, I've said before, I'd rather get a 3 a.m. phone call from someone needing to talk or something like that than the next morning or whatever, hearing somebody passed and took their own life and I'm going to a funeral somewhere. That I don't like. Anyhow, so I kind of want to lighten the mood a little and tell some funny stories. I think I'll start off with like my uh, my time at ITB or at School of Infantry. For those who don't know, the Marine Corps, we have SOI, which is School of Infantry, which is made up of two like little schools. You got, or like it's more than that. It's more, but like you have Infantry Training Battalion, which is where 03s go. It's about 
I think eight to ten weeks, something like that. You have Marine Combat Training, which is where non-03s go. It's like three weeks or 21 days, something like that. And the reason why MCT is shorter is obviously those Marines are going on to follow on schools where they may be there for six months or more. Whereas ITB, unless you're going to BRC because you're, you're like going recon, you're already at your primary MOS school. You're 0311, you're 0341s, 31s, 51s, 52s, well, wait, RIP 51s. I mean, they were going to start letting scout snipers 0317s go through there, but now with the Marine Corps deciding suddenly to get rid of scout snipers other than in recon and MARSOC, which, by the way, I think is a dumb move. Not really a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of getting rid of 51s neither. But, again, I'm not the commandant of the Marine Corps or anyone like that or any of the generals and people that are coming up with this idea, so... Anyhow, let's talk about ITB. Interesting. Well, I say ITB and one active duty story. They all kind of involve like three of them involve, or two of them involve. Yeah, they involve like, I guess hookers, pro or escorts, or prostitutes, women of the night, whatever you want to call them. The first one was ITB. We all go to Anaheim. I think some of us went to the Boogie, which was an off-limits place for, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was the entire Marine Corps, just SY students. We go there anyways, meet some girls. I think they were going to college in there. I think UCLA, maybe they were from Nebraska. And then, like, someone got stabbed, so we had a bail. And I think the reason why the Boogie was off-limits was because it was supposedly owned by, like, the Russian mob or something. Well, we didn't even go inside, or we barely got inside, and someone came out and was like, oh, like someone got stabbed, the cops are on their way. So we left. We're back to our hotel. We're hanging out. Like, probably like 10 of us, maybe 8, 10, something like that. Everyone's hanging out. I think it was like 8. Everyone's hanging out. There were other Marines staying at this hotel, too, because there's a cheap one in Anaheim. They were just getting away for the weekend. Everybody's like, oh. So, like, someone, they ordered a hooker. Okay. They, they have, this lady comes. She's like, well, what do you guys want to do? And someone's like, oh, so-and-so wants to, I think they said I wanted, like, a BJ or whatever. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. And someone's like, oh, you can strip for us or something like that, lap dances. So, she's like, hold on a minute. Can you guys give me the money? So, everyone pitched in. I, like, pitched in, like, 20 bucks. Everyone else pitched in. I don't know. She, like, I think took 200 bucks from us. She goes downstairs, brings in her, or goes outside, calls, brings in, I guess, her pimp or her security guy he was like yeah hey, i was in the air force you guys are marines we're like yeah we're talking to him we're like cool man and we're gonna go talk this out downstairs and then they left with the money so later on we're all sitting here we hear high hills walking everyone's like hooker like we pop our heads out like all eight of us several rooms down you just see marines heads pop out it's like everybody's like we actually go talk to her and i think some other guys we're all over there like Five of us talking to her in front of, I guess, the room she was called to service. And old dude, like, answers the door naked because we were holding up his time with this lady. <laughs> and I think we passed out drunk or fell asleep before she came back, so. Or before she left, so we didn't hear her. And then the other story, this is a Vegas story, and it was involved with the Marine Corps. We're at the Howard Johnson off the strip. 
I think we had, taken, we had taken some one of our buddies to the airport, and he was like, hey, drive my car back. And then you guys just picked me up. Or he was going to ride back with someone else that had already flown out. Flown out. So, okay. Because when you're stationed in 29 Palms, the Palm Springs, the closest airport is the uh, Palm Springs International Airport, but it's not the cheapest airport. You can and doesn't have like a lot of air, diff, choices for airlines. So a lot of times you fly out to Ontario, Phoenix, Las Vegas. So like we're going to the Hojo, we're having fun, hanging out. Okay, guys, are like I'm like I'm like there's always watch American American Pie was popular at this time, so I might be dating how old I am, kinda. So like we go. I go to an adult place and buy some magazines. I'm like, I'm going to toss these to these losers. So I'm going to go out scouting for ladies. They're like, oh, we're going to stay here and hang out. Okay, so I got this magazine of porno mags, obviously. Yeah, I'm thinking about what funny, what somehow, what, what I'm going to say that's going to be hilarious to these guys. Because I was actually trying to motivate them to come out and robe the, roam the strip with me. So I go in there. It's like you think Ben and... Al, Albert, Albert, and me. So, like, as I'm walking in, I recognize this lady. She'd been on street because if, if you're a young Marine running around drunk on Vegas and strip drinking, women of the night will grab you and be like, hey, you have a nice butt. Hey, we should go we should go back to your place. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know where I parked my car. Which I wasn't going to drive the car anyways because I was drunk over the street. This was later. So I'm walking back. This lady that clearly was a woman of the night comes into, and she's like behind me, going towards the elevator. And I just see the, or she might have been in front of me. I just, I see the two front desk guys like look at each other. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they think she is with me. I'm like, no, she's obviously clearly here for someone else. Then she gets on my floor. She's like, oh, I'm going down. I'm like, yeah. And it's like, She's definitely here for someone else. She's going to another room. And then she goes right to my door. And I'm like, she's like, oh, did you order a girl? And I'm like, I did not. But I have friends in here that might have. And, well, they did. Of course, they only had money for one. So it turns out, like, there was already another lady in there. So it turns out, like, they only had money for one. And for one of them. So, like. Yeah, and like, and they also, and so like they, so one, I guess one left, because I saw the lady later somewhere when I was getting gas before I got started drinking and robing the strip. But when I walked in, of course, I also threw them their porno mags and said, here you boys go, whack away, whack away. As, you know, their, their ladies were there. As I said, they only, they only one of them with one of them. Like with one of the ladies. Anyway, though, that's not the funniest one. Although, like the front desk people staring at me like she was with me, and it clearly wasn't. I was like, "What the heck?" I'm like, "Great guys." Now they think, and then like Ben, then I think Ben like got us kicked out of the ho- hotel because he Spider-Maned into somebody else's. He thought he was coming back into our room, and he went in another one. And like this couple was in there, and like they're like, "Yeah, the guy next to us just climbed into our room." We're drinking, we're Marines. I'm roaming the strip, obviously. I went and got gas, like, I think. I hadn't started drinking yet. I went and got gas. I went in the strip and I saw the lady. 
one of the ladies that was in there and I was like, oh, this is awkward. I'm like trying to hope she doesn't see me and recognize me. <laughs> so she's not like, so like, anyway, the, that was the other Vegas story was we were at the Flamingo, I think, or is it Pink Flamingo? Something like that hotel for the bowl. And like, we go out to IHOP that morning, you know, eat me and my one buddy, everyone else. Like, we're going to go like cruise around. Okay. I mean, me and Chris or we're like Shoto. We're like, we want to, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go back to the room and just chillax before we start getting ready. And like, I grabbed the USA Today paper and obviously we're like, I'm handing him like, I'm reading the sports page first, hand him the rest of the paper. And then he's handing me, I'm handing him the sports page. We had to knock on the door and it is a, it's a girl. I'm like, dude, there's a girl out there. You have like a date or something coming? She's like, no. I'm like, you? I'm like, well, obviously, if it was mine, dude, I'd answer. So, like, no. So, we opened the door and like talked to her. We shut the door. We're like, yeah. She's like, you guys, she kept knocking. So, we let her in. Then another girl's out there. So, we let them both in. And about five girls, five to six girls show up. And it's like, at this point, our buddy's calling. They can hear someone laughing in the background. And they're like, we're like, this is not funny. And then all the other girls, like, okay, they realize what happened and they left. There was one girl that was really hot. We were kind of like, well, she could stay. But, like, the other girl, like, she refused to go, the first one that showed up. And we're like, look. She's like, you have to pay me or I'm going to tell someone. I'm like, what? That we don't want to have we don't want to have sex with a sex with you? Okay. Whatever. We're like, okay. I don't, I don't think that's against the law, but okay. And then we're like, okay, we'll give you 40 bucks to leave. So me and Pacho both gave her, like, 20 bucks. And then when our buddies got back, we told them after she had left, we told them they owed us 40, 80 bucks, 40 bucks each because we had to pay for the ladies to leave. Because they just found one of those like Vegas, there used to be these things like newspaper type magazines that advertised them. And they just started ordering like from all their phones for like different girls to show up. They think it'd be funny to mess with me and show because we were there. And it was funny. I mean, it, it was touche. But, you know, we did tell them they owed us, like, 40 bucks each. When it was 80 bucks, we told them we had to pay them, like, 80 bucks to leave. We're like, we had to pay them 80 bucks to leave. But that was, like, a funny Vegas story, or a couple of them there. Then a non-Vegas story. It's one of our my junior Marines. Good kid. Good kid. PTSD got the best of him, though. I mean, he lost his battle, which to me, you know, I remember where I was at when I heard that. I was in, I was actually at a strip club, so night trips in Tulsa, when I heard that he passed, I believe. But no, he he got he got sprayed by a hobo in Palm Springs because he, I guess, didn't give the hobo a cigarette or something like that or a lighter, and they got maced, pepper sprayed or maced him. That was, that was funny because it didn't happen to me. I mean, I'll have to think of some of the funniest deployment things. I mean, I mean, getting duct tape, people duct taping people to things. Uh, the time we found, we were, like, we were fixing one of our Marines' racks, and we were wondering where all of the Jane Doe mags is. Our old company gunny used to call them. Oh, that's a funny story. Some funny stories with that. 
about that. The Jane Doe mags. Well, we wonder where they went because us and one, one five have gave us these kind of as a relief and play still. They passed them on to us. And like, we're all like, where did all those magazines go? And like, they were hidden under this Marine's bed because his rack was broken. So he was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. We got it fixed. He was like hoarding all the magazines. That was funny. We also thought one time when we were missing a grenade, we found it. That he had hid that grenade so he could frag some of us, his senior Marines and NCOs, because we thought we had upset him. It was funny. And then the company Gunny's funny story is he found some magazines in somebody's bathroom when we were doing like the field day inspections. He's like, Who's Jane Doe magazines are these? And then he found somebody's like pocket vagina, which was hilarious. And he's like, What is this? He's who's is this? And it's like you're just laughing because that stuff is funny because it's not you. And obviously it had to be out somewhere where he could see it. And it was hilarious. Or a place where he checks. Or they inspect. So that was kind of funny. Man, 29 Palms is not the best place to be stationed at. As far as like nice sights and stuff to see. But it's the best place to go for training and whatnot. But I mean... But yeah, like... I enjoyed my time at 29 Palms with 3.7. I also went back there when I deployed with the 3.23 to Camp Wilson. It's the greatest place on earth, not. Man. I mean, I'll say this, I kind of, like, my advice to any, like, young Marines or anything like that would be enjoy your time in, you know, Especially with your uh, home, with your fellow Marines, don't don't miss opportunities because eventually you're all going to get out. Some are going to stay in, but you're going to go different places, and you know it's going to be hard to get together all the time. You know, you're going to get married, have a family, and whatnot. I mean, our careers are going to be too busy to you know you're not going to be able to see each other all the time. So that would be my one advice: would be enjoy your fun time, like the barracks parties, hanging out going to Vegas for balls or in San Diego or wherever, you know. So having fun in the field with your boys and go girls, your boys and girls, your your fellow Marines, your brothers and sisters in arms. I mean, yeah, I would totally say. wouldn't say enjoy your time. I don't know, I guess my advice would be, like, get PME complete. I mean, obviously. And also, like, PT, even when you don't want to, when you're off. And just learn other, like, you know, master your MOS and talk to your seniors, like, in your staff and CEOs, like, you know. Like, you know, pull, pick your company Gunny's brain. Especially if you're in the O3 field. He's been a, he's a senior enlisted advisor to the uh, CO on tactics. Your company first sergeant, if... Generally, they're not always infantry. They're like the senior enlisted Marine in your company, like for administrative stuff and different stuff. And But they also careerize you want to talk to them. But if you're thinking about standing in the infantry field or you're in the infantry, or even if you're not in infantry and you're in, like, say, the air wing, your first sergeant might be infantry. So you need to pick your company gunny because they're the guy, the expert in your field for your company or your wing or shop or whatever. Pick their brains. 
like ask questions, learn, like ask them, like, you know, how do I get, you know, from point A to point B, if I want to stay in, do this. You know, ask your, like some of your officers are prior enlisted, some of them are not, but if you're like thinking about being an officer, ask them, Hey, sir, do you have any, like, how do I, you know, what do I do other than go to college? You know, I want to be, you know, officer. You know, if someone went to Naval Academy, if you're trying to go like prior service into the Naval Academy, they could probably help you even if they're not prior enlisted because they're going to be like, oh, hey, yeah. Especially if you're good to go Marine, they're going to try to get you into the Naval Academy. They'll try to help you the best they can. I mean, so, yeah, my advice would be, you know, just, you know, learn, you know. Learn, seek knowledge, you know, become a master of your field, MLS field, whatever it is. Even if you're only going to stay in for four years and get out. Yeah, that would be my advice. And, you know, peacetime Marine Corps, you're probably going to do more like floats and like West Packs and Med Packs and, you know, Rotations to Japan and different stuff. So have fun with all that. Enjoy it. That's all I have. Hope everyone has a good Wednesday. Will out.